There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Do we have to put a trigger warning on this episode? Uh, possibly. Garages will be mentioned. <gasps> I feel like we've triggered you. Hello, I'm Zoe Lyons. And I'm Stephen Bailey. And this is Let's Talk About the Husband. The podcast where we take a cultural reality check of all things reality TV. I think you're taking more of a reality check as the episodes go on, you know. I Culture, really am. Schmulcher. Okay, you'd be proud of me this week, Stephen, mm. because I have actually discovered quite an interesting uh, reality documentary. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's fascinating. It. Yeah, yeah, it's. Uh... Now I'm of an age where <laughs> I spend <laughs> I spend a large proportion of my evenings sitting in and scrolling through Right Move because it's sort of. <laughs> Are you going to call say you've been watching A Place in the Sun? No, I haven't been watching A Place in the Sun, oh, although I do God. love that programme, simply yeah. because people are just such idiots on it, aren't they? I love when people just walk into a kitchen and go, oh, this is nice, it's a kitchen. You go, of course it's a kitchen, it's got taps on the washing machine, what do you think it is? Anyway, no, My dad I- gets really annoyed of it, because he's always like, why have they gone over there? They've gone for the free holiday, they've not gone yeah. to put money on an ounce. They very rarely buy, yeah, they very yeah. rarely buy. Gets really annoyed. But I, I do like to scroll through right move, uh, to see what I can afford in other places of the country. That's what I like to do. It's, it's sad in a way, but it's, it's, it's property porn is what I'm, you know. Brighton, one of the dearest places to live. It it is quite expensive where I live, right? You could get like, where I grew up in Tameside, I think you'd get like a five bed Right, you see, that's yeah. Already, my my nipples have tweaked slightly at the thought of that. Right. I mean, wait till you meet your neighbours, though. Yeah, that's the problem. Okay. <laughs> so I that that is a pastime of mine. It takes up quite a lot of time of mine. Uh, it's it's always fruitless because obviously I don't want to move in the end ultimately. But what I have discovered, and I don't know whether you're aware of this program, but it is. I think I'm going to say a cultural classic already. Um, Selling sunset. Are you familiar with this piece of work? Oh, well, I am, but I won't call it a reality documentary. <laughs> Are you kidding? It's made by the man who made MTV's hit show The Hills. Is it? Yes! You're trash. Oh. You're trash. I thought we'd at least have to wait 100 episodes for your brain cells to go. Oh. It's fascinating, though, Steve. I mean, I'm only, I've only, I'm only t- dipped a toe in. I've only dipped a toe in, I'll be honest with you. But, my God... So, Selling Sunset, yeah. it's um, the Oppenheim group in, in West Hollywood, I'm presuming? 
The way you said Oppenheim Group then really sounded way fancier than everything we're talking about. Isn't that what they call the Oppenheim brothers? It is. It's just the way you said it. It does sound like art. It does, doesn't it? The yeah. Oppenheim Group. Well, it sounds like a little bit like the. Um, it's if I said the Oppenheim Museum of of Modern Art, it would sound appropriate. I'd believe you that it was a thing. Yeah, I've been to Bilbao and I've seen the Oppenheim Museum Museum of Modern Art. Oh, um, it's Bilbao. Bilbao. It's Bilbao. in northern Spain. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I've only ever been to Benidorm and Torremolinos. Oh, dear and I think we God. won Torremolinos in the paper. Oh, no. Did you? Yeah, I think we did. Save that for another day. Oh, wow. Can't compete with the Oppenheim group. My mum and brother went to Terminalinos once. They came back, they they renamed it Terminal Illness. (laughs) (laughs) It's Blackpool by the sea, babe. Yeah, that's what they said. Anyway, Selling Sunset, which is very much not Blackpool by the sea. Which, by the way, Blackpool by the sea is Blackpool. Blackpool. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just figured. That is just oh. Blackpool, isn't it? Yes. Um, I have never seen opulence like it. You know, sometimes you sort of take a reality check of your own life and you go, I think I'm doing all right. I've got a couple of premium bonds and a savings account. I think I'm doing okay. And then is you premium look, bonds like the pools? Um, I think, I believe it is. Yeah. Uh, so you, it's, um, it's a government back savings scheme, but that again is a different podcast altogether, <laughs> but I have done pretty well on my premium bonds. I win every few months. So, oh. you know, don't knock it anyway, but I win about 25 quid, which would not be enough to even get me a cup of coffee in the places that we are talking about on Selling Absolutely Sunset. Absolutely not. I bet they wouldn't even let you in for having premium bombs, babe. N- no, I mean... I am. So the episode I watched, Stephen. Yeah. It was the first episode of series one. I thought I'll go. I'll begin at the beginning, and um, they are checking out a property that's sort of in construction, and it's going to be one of Hollywood's most expensive houses. It's twenty thousand square feet. Yeah. They 20... need that space for their ego. 20,000 square foot of house. And they're walking around going, oh, my God, this is like amazing. Oh, oh my God. And I, all I could think was, my God, it would take you a week to hoover the bloody thing, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it would be like painting the fourth bridge. Once you'd finished hoovering, you'd just have to start hoovering again. No, but if you have big. a house like that, they all have housekeepers. I mean, I know, but, you know, it's it's just ridiculous. It was, was going to have... Five bedrooms and nine bathrooms, which I couldn't understand. That math didn't make any sense to me at all. I would have gone for nine bedrooms and five bathrooms because there's a, there's only so no, many bathrooms because, you can use. No, but it's like every bedroom will have a bathroom. Yeah. Then they'll have like a guest bedroom, bathroom. Yeah. Probably one downstairs, one upstairs. Then they probably have one for the staff to use. <gasps> See how I'm getting there already. Wow, okay. Because you know in America, like, well, especially in places like California, being an like an estate agent or a realtor, a, a realtor—they're realtor. not estate agents, yeah, are they? They're realtors, yeah. Like they—that they're like the really rich people. Like they're above reality stars. So imagine being a reality star and a realtor. Like you're really rich. <laughs> like Kyle Rich is on the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. You know she does really good for herself, mm. but their house is so big because Mauricio, her husband, is a realtor. A real alert. A real alert. I've only just took my brace out. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) It's got 
right, okay, this this house that they're looking at, it's not been built yet. Space for 15 cars. Do you know, that's space for 15 cars. You don't even have space for one. I don't have a space for one. <laughs> oh, we talked about this. Yeah. Oh, he's out there again with his bloody parking cones. I, can you imagine? <laughs> space for 15 cars and I haven't even got space for one. Should we have this as a segment every episode? Yeah, how's we... No, no, I missed it again today. He was out there with his cones. Um, Yeah. So this house was going to go on the market, I think, for something around the lines of $40 million. Do you know what I never understand about this? It's like, Mm -hmm. surely you'd be better off getting something for like $5 million and then buying loads of other places and renting them out. And then don't, like, doesn't that make more sense business-wise? Well, you'd think so, wouldn't you? Because, you see, my thought is you you could only use one bog at a time. Why would you have nine bogs? You could only... Because you, could what literally... if you did a dirty number twosie after a plate of cheese in Actually, one? Actually, do you know what? Okay, two bog minimum. A yeah. two, two bog maximum, that's all you need, is a two bog maximum. Nine bogs. I'm going to challenge you. I that's... think we need three. Why three? One for your IBS, <laughs> one for when you've got a day over... And one for guests. One for when you've got a date over. Why would you need a date bog? Well, because you don't want them to know you poo. Well, of course you poo. Otherwise, you'd just be a bag of shit. (laughs) No, you don't want people to know, though. What? Are you... Well, of course you do. No, you don't. When I go on holiday with my rich, I make him, like, put his headphones in and watch an episode of something if I need a morning number two. Are you serious? Do you... Are you not? Oh, God, door open, don't care. Oh, my God. This oh. is how relationships end. No, no, like, no, this is how they begin. Know. No, you don't. You should not know what is coming out of someone. Oh, I mean, sometimes if it looks like something, I'll uh, I'll ask for an audience. Oh, yeah. Like, what doesn't about, that look do like you know a... when you... <laughs> <laughs> what about when you have... Do you know those like really big ones where you feel like, is this still attached to me as you stand up? <laughs> You don't want anyone else involved in that. I'm concerned it's not going to go. Well, they're a celebration. Okay, my fa- well, this this conversation's gone very low, very quickly. But my favourite is the ghost <laughs> poo, where where it it's like a sort of nothing even to wipe after nothing, that, and it just disappeared completely. And you're like, I don't even think that happened. <laughs> did anyway, it happen? Did what that just happen? Dropped out of me. But imagine nine having nine bathrooms. That's nine loo brushes, nine toilet ducks you gotta buy, nine you nine lots be of loo. Doing that if you had the money to have a property with nine bathrooms, I think you're getting stuck on the wrong bit here. Because if you right. could afford nine bathrooms, you'd probably have two housekeepers. Two. Yeah. My God, it's just getting so expensive. This isn't it? Upkeep of fifteen cars and two housekeepers. But you've got like forty-five million to buy the house. It's You've probably got money. I wonder what sort of deposit you have to put down for something like that. Don't you just buy outright? Do you? Definitely. That's not mortgaged, is it? Um, well, I don't know, but I was watching Kathy Griffin, My Life on the D-List, and she had on it Susie Orman, who is a financial guru, mm-hmm. and she said, um, if you can buy it outright, you shouldn't be buying it because you can't afford it, which means we'd all be homeless. 
She can't buy it outright. Yeah. You can't have it. Because you can't on. afford it. So if you have to get your car on finance, you can't afford yeah. a car. If you can't afford to buy your house outright, you can't afford a house yet. That's ridiculous, isn't it? I know a few comedians, though, that when they started getting TV, they waited until they were, like, really famous to buy a house. What? And then bought it outright? Yeah. You see, this all comes back to the to the idea as well. You think you're doing all right, don't you? And then you sort of realise that... And you jump on a call with me and I ruined it. You ruined it. You've ruined it. Because you bought a house recently, didn't you? You yeah, bought but a flat. Not outright, recently. yeah. No, no, not outright. No, but, no, no, yeah. But it, and the, was that the first property you bought? Yeah, first ever, age 35. If anyone from the BBC has 24. Yeah. <laughs> 35, yeah. 35. And how, how long's your mortgage? 25 years. 25 years. 25 okay. years of dick jokes. Yeah. You'd be 60. I know. You'd be on the cruise ships by then, Stephen. I really want to do the cruise ships. Like, I really oh. don't want a gig as much. Honest to God, have you ever been to Hull? Yes, once. Yeah, no offence to our Hull listeners, but... It's just quite a long way from anything. Yeah. It's, and it's quite like, a long way. Do you know when you're, like, there, or, like, you're there Friday, Saturday, and then it's like, well, what the hell do you do on Saturday? Walk around Hull. It's City of Culture, though, isn't it? Currently? Yeah, about four years ago. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Well. Tricky it's, stuff. It's, but there you go, you see. There's the... You see, I'd be quite happy in a city of culture. Well, you uh, should have gone instead. Yeah. <laughs> Did you explore any of the cultural opportunities that Holla had to offer? Yes, I went to the cinema and watched Spider-Man. Right. Okay. I know I had to take a second mortgage out of my house. It was £8 for pick and mix. £8. <gasps> for pick and mix? For pick and mix. Eight quid. And what everyone's a- going to make out like I'm a fat bastard that just put in more and more scoops in, but it was pre-made. It pre-made pick and mix, eight quid. Yeah. What, is that just sweets? Yeah, like jellies and chewies. Did you eat the whole lot? Yeah, of course. Paid wow, man. Paid eight quid, babe. <laughs> Honest to God, add another tenny, get afternoon tea somewhere. Yeah. Listen, if you were to order a bag of pick and mix in Hollywood, where Selling Sunset is is located, they'd probably stage an intervention. Because I don't know whether you saw the episode where Chiselle, is that her name? Chiselle? Chisel? Chiselle? They never I want to real... go with Chisel. Chisel, right? And chisel. isn't it Chris, Christelle? Chriselle? Chriselle. Chriselle? It's She's not, not a real name. the most famous one. She's quite pretty and sort of quite nice. And, you know, she yeah, they're going to just sort of tear her apart because the yeah. others are absolute bitches. Um, Chriselle goes for lunch with her sister and they order little gem salad. That's it. That's what they all have to That's what they eat. A little gem salad. Little gem leaves. They Don't just eat leaves. That's it. America leaves. Gets like rabbits. So right. Like they eat really little and healthy, which I read a nutrition book because I need to lose my COVID chub. And mm. Apparently, we all eat too much, you know, Do et we? Apparently, yeah. Well, you've just um, had a bag of pick-a-mix at eight quid. I know. That was how too mu- much. How, how, mu- how big was the bag? What sort of bag size? Are we talking? Like it was that, have you seen it? It's like, like a cup with like a lid on. It looks like a little spaceship or like a little, it looks like what you oh, get yes. an iced coffee in. Yes, yeah. Was yeah. like that, um, and I mean, I thoroughly enjoyed it. But the problem is, is like this is what? where these bitches, like with their little gem salads, don't add up to me. I am never full. 
not never satiated. I don't even know what satiated means. Okay, full. We'll say full. Yeah, yeah. I am never. No, I'm going to say satiated. <laughs> say I'm satiated. Satiated. What even after like a like Sunday, a Sunday roast? Oh, after a Sunday roast, I'm like too satiated. <laughs> Overly satiated. Overly satiated. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, what will you have? Pork, chicken, beef, uh, nut roast. Who has nut roast? I don't know. I mean, I live I in Brighton. I think even the I'm... vegans have a bit of chicken for a roast. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have chicken because chicken, mm-hmm. you tend to get a pig in blanket with a chicken. Oh, I see. Yes, you do, don't yeah. you? Yeah. I li- and I like a pig in blanket. I love a pig in blanket. Yeah. This is how insecure I got over the, um, when the pandemic ended. We went for a roast and I said mm. to Rich, I went, oh, what do you fancy? And he went, oh, I might get pigs in blankets. Oh, no, he said, I fancy pigs in blankets. And I was mm. like, stop calling me that. <laughs> Awful. Oh. No, that's where we're at. But I still love. I like it when you go for a roast and you can get extra pigs in blanket on the side. Me too. I always split. This is the thing. Can we just talk about like money, Mm. money? Because this is where selling sunset has really done something to me that no other reality show has. Not even the Kardashians or the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And those they spend money. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But this, I am like. How do people, like people that do one series of a sitcom and never work again because mm. it gets cancelled, seem to have at least a million pound at Mansion. And me and you are sat in flats in Manchester yeah. and Brighton. Not Is it investments? In Is it, have they done really well in investments? No, I think there's just better money over there. No, it can't be. It can't be that much better. I think people in the States are much better at investing their money. I I just, read... Can I tell you what I did last week? I Right? Okay. So having seen <laughs> Selling Sunset and realising oh, no. that I'm failing enormously as a human being. In what way do you think you're failing? Because I don't have nine bogs. Sunset. I don't have nine bogs. I've got one bog. I've got one bog. One well, bog and a bucket. You like to shit in front of your partner, so you no, don't need one. No, I don't shit in front. No, I don't. It's not that. I just, you know, I don't need to lock the door or put music on. I'm quite comfortable with my own body's But what about when you hear production. the blop and the splashback? No, well, I mean, okay. If I was in a public environment, what I would do is cushion the blow by what well, you lay. You, you you do the you do the waffle. You do the Viennetta. Of, I know um, what you mean, but yeah, I can't toilet do paper. That. Where you, I can't. yeah, that's what you do. I, I once got trapped in a toilet with somebody else's turd, and I couldn't come out for hours. It was uh, in Edinburgh. It was years ago. What happened was I went in. Like there was a massive queue. It was in the Pleasance Courtyard, and the <laughs> toilets in the Pleasant. And there was a huge queue for the loos because all the shows had come out at the same time. So I queued for ages and ages to get to... I just needed a wee. Got, this is really repulsive. Sorry, but I'm going to tell you, right? Got into the cubicle finally, right? Closed the door, didn't, hadn't looked in the loo, turned around, and there was what I can only describe as a baby's arm in the toilet. Like, it just... Oh! Uh, like, unbelievable. But it wasn't mine. It wasn't mine. But now there's a massive queue outside waiting to get in, and I'm trapped with this baby's arm that clearly this was clinging on for dear life and did not want to succumb to the to the sewerage system so i was tr- i had to wait until after edinburgh had finished me everybody knows that festival lasts a month a month <laughs> cubicle. anyway what was i talking edinburgh about edinburgh flush systems are not strong no no i mean i that's it is a fascination of of the united kingdom that our sewerage system is still um 
Victorian, you know, and they true? didn't, yeah, and they didn't eat as much fiber as we do. Yeah. But, okay, who invented, right, okay. Do you Thomas know who Edison. No. No. <laughs> yeah, he did. No. No. Don't know then. Oh. As- Basil Jet. Who? Um, I think his name. Oh, I've said it with confidence <laughs> and now I'm really struggling. Now I'm now I'm wondering. I think it's Joseph Baselchet. Joseph Baselchet. Uh, no, I'm going to have to Google that. It's Baselchet, which I think is an amazing name if you are designing sewers. Baselchet. Ba- is it Baselchet? <laughs> have I made that up? Sounds like a car wash. Should I Google it? Fact check. Fact yeah, check. Fact check. Who, um, who built the London sewer system? I'm sure you know, it's Do you tech. do this thing as well? Why has this become a number two episode? But do you do, you do that thing where um, when you're in a public space, like mm. if you need it, you know, like when sometimes it runs right through in a restaurant, mm. um, producer Paul actually says it is Basil Jet. Yeah, I'm, I'm a genius. So I don't have to learn how to spell Basil Jet. Isn't oh, Basil It's B-A-Z-A-L-G-E-T-T-E. Joseph Bazalgette. He Basil is English, but doesn't that sound a bit French to you? Basil well, it depends Jet. how you said Bazalgette. Bazalgette. Yeah. We don't celebrate him enough, do we? We really don't. Most people wouldn't know who Joseph Bazalgette is. And well, he died time... in 1891. We've had yeah. the Kardashians and Gemma Collins since then, babe. He would have been the reality star back in the day. They'd have Definitely. followed him around. Have you seen that show on Channel 5, The Sewer Men? Oh, I know. Like, oh, you, when they get, like, those... um. Uh, um, what do they call them? Bergs, fatbergs, fatbergs. lettuce. No, a fatberg. What's a fatberg? Fatberg is when. <laughs> Doesn't it sound great? A fatberg. A fatberg's when they um, like a, a huge thing of like grease and stuff just blocks up the drains, and they can be massive. And Can't massive. Use a bit of bleach. No, you're not supposed to put bleach down the drains now because of the turtles. You don't do oh, that. Oh, right. Then. I don't do that then. No, you don't I never do that. bleach. Not even no. your toilet? But not really. Right, I don't do that. No, you, no you're not supposed to. No, nope. I knew no. that. Yeah. People need anyway. to, instead of banging on about COVID all day, every day, people need to put this shit out there. Absolutely. They I really mean, do. Yeah. That's the most yeah. serious thing I've said in all the episodes we've done so far. Um just on the toilet thing, and then let's circle back to posh houses. Right. But do you ever do this thing when you're going, like, in a restaurant? Sometimes when I know I need number two, I can't bear that situation you were in in Edinburgh where you have to, yeah. like, hide so no one knows you For left. For a month. Yeah. Yeah. So sometimes, like, when I go in now, I flush, and if it's got a f- good flush system, then I'll follow through with a number two. Right, okay. But so you check. if it doesn't, I'll just struggle. <laughs> I won't be having ice cream for pudding. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Just go home. That's why you need nine bathrooms, because one of them will flush. Well, that's the other thing about a house in the Hollywood Hills. It would be connected to a sewage system, would it? It'll have its own tank, which just, just seems... I don't know why I'm fixated on that. Okay, so talk to me. Right. If you had mm. such wealth, mm-hmm. I'm not saying you don't, you live in Hove. I live actually. in Hove. You yeah. live in Hove. Yeah. Can't afford a parking space, but you live yeah. in Hove. Yeah. But would you get a house so big if you could afford it? No. Why? No. Because um, 
I genuinely believe that it's just too much. It's too much space. It's too much space. And then you have to fill that space with things. And there are too many things to fill a 20,000 square foot house. All of the nicky knackies and all of the bits that you'd have to buy. And all, it's too much. It's but way you too be much. Minimalist. But even then, you'd need, but even with minimalism in a space like that, you'd need quite a lot of solid, like standalone big furniture, wouldn't you? To sort of, you know, you can't just sit on the floor. That's silly. That'd be like living in an airplane hangar, which is basically 20,000 feet worth of space. It'd be like living in a sort of Amazon warehouse, but with nothing in it. Silly. So all of the stuff that you'd have to buy to kit out a 20,000 square foot house. No, not interested. I'm just not. Because at some point you'd walk around and go, don't think I like any of this stuff and I've got loads of stuff now. And it'd be like a sort of albatross around your neck. So then that brings up the question, doesn't it? And I think Selling Sunset is one of the best we've looked at actually mm. so far for, you know, what is too extravagant? What, you know, there's a level of materialism mm. that's too much. It's too much. So what what are you currently living in? Talk me through your talk me through your um your uh, your housing situation. So I wanted to live in a nice area in Manchester. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying where because it's so small. Right. Perhaps I'll come and get me, babes. <laughs> um, but it's um. So I went somewhere near a river. So I've. So basically, where I live is mm. quite fancy. Right. I have a two bed flat in a fancy area. Yes. But at first, I was I was like. I used to be that person to be like, I wanted like a Lisa Vanderpump vibe, a Selling Sunset vibe, minimum a House of Cheshire vibe, you know? Okay, yeah. But now it's like, actually, I really like living somewhere. Because what I like about where I live is when you're off, you don't mm-hmm. have to travel. Like, there's enough to do around here. Okay. Gorgeous yeah. walks, gorgeous rivers. But that meant I couldn't afford a big house. But I've got a two bed. Um, flat every room's good side separate kitchen living room which is big for me because i don't That's like big. to see the dishes while i'm watching corey okay and, um <laughs> but i feel like now i don't want much bigger like my mum and dad live in a bungalow i love bungalows and i really want a bungalow i love do you know what i love about bungalows tell me a word bungalow Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss life is full of what ifs some awesome like what if ai could fold your laundry 
and some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Bungalow. It's such a brilliant word, isn't it? Bungalow. Yeah. You can't be unhappy and say the word bungalow, 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 bungalow. You cannot be unhappy and say bungalow. The other word that I've learned this week that I really love, uh, I've been watching the Winter Olympics, don't know how you feel about this, the monobob. Monobob, oh my God, what an amazing word. Monobob. What's monobob, the monobob, the a monobob. No, 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 the monobob. The monobob is what I'm sporting at the moment, I see, because half my hair's gone. <laughs> I have got a monobob. Anyway, no, a monobob is where they bobsleigh, but on their own. Uh, oh. Yeah, because it's all—it's normally been two or four in the yeah, box. Yeah, I've seen cool runnings. Oh yeah, it's brilliant. But the monobob, the monobob is for bobsleighing. It's for the bobslayer with no friends, just a monobob. And I um, love that for yeah. them. Yeah, they're they're very little Mister Independent or little Miss Independent. So I'm completely with you on the bungalow. Um, I have a bit of a fixation with um, mid-century. Um, Palm Springs bungalows. Oh my god, that's very gay. It oh it it is quite gay. It's yeah. quite gay. Um I urge you after we finish this record to go and look up some images of mid-century Palm Springs How bungalows. How much would that set you back? Well, okay, I have a picture on my wall actually of a, a property in Palm Springs. Is it a vision board? It's not a vision board, but I it's a <laughs> It's a, it's a Is this you wanting to do a vision board but it's, refuse to say you've got a vision board? It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's a photograph. Um, and it is a, it's a property in Palm Springs and apparently that one sold recently for about £8 million. So wow. I think, yeah, they're a bit so you're more... you're fairly extravagant, babe. All I would like, right, this is literally all I would like from a home. I would love... My dream home would be... I reckon I need about 1,500 square foot max. Right, which yeah. is not that. I don't big. even know what, how big that is. It's um like a semi-detached. Yeah, like a semi-detached. But I'd like a fifteen hundred square foot mid-century bungalow with a carport. What's um, a carport? A garage? No, it's not a garage. This is very much not a garage. <laughs> a carport. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a garage. I don't like garages. Garages for me are a little bit evil. I don't know why. I don't. I don't. I have a thing about garages. I don't I like them. I think book a therapy session in for that because that's not normal. Do you reckon? Don't mm-hmm. you, there's something weird about garages. Do you know the word car like, in there and maybe a body? No, that's it. It's just the word lock up. A lock up. <laughs> no, there's all sorts of bad shit happens in a lock up, doesn't it? Well, yeah, the, uh, in a lock up. But and a garage. garage. No, no. And, a ga- and a garage is no, always... I... Do your parents have a garage? Uh, no, they don't. They used... My sister has a garage. It's always freezing in a garage. It's always freezing cold in a garage. But why are and you it... hanging out in a garage? You just put I your don't car know. in and maybe an extra freezer. <gasps> yeah, those chest freezers. Yeah. Oh, I've just realised I've got a real phobia about garages. Oh, my God, but if you open the chest freezer and you see there's just chicken nuggets and not a decapitated head, then you're fine. Uh, oh, no, I just don't want a garage. So I've I never think... wanted a garage. And Book therapy. 
there's usually an old sort of Nordic skiers thing in there as well, isn't there, that nobody uses. And that dampness, that cold dampness. Maybe I was kept in a garage as a child and I've forgotten it. Anyway. I feel like we've triggered you. I feel very triggered right now. We have to put a trigger warning on this episode. Uh, possibly. Garages will be mentioned. <gasps> and even the sound, you know, like like a lifty up garage door. Yeah. Oh, no. I don't like the sound. I don't I've like the never sound. never, ever thought we'd get anything so irrational out of you. No, out of me, maybe, but out no. of you. No, I really don't like garages. Anyway, so a carport is very different. A carport uh, is, uh, you really sort of need to live in a warmer climate to appreciate the full benefits of a carport because there are very few benefits of a carport because it's basically just a sort of trellised frame that that you park your car under. I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah. I've seen them on like Beethoven and stuff like that. I don't mean the musical thing. I mean the dog. I've seen it on like Beethoven. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So they're quite American. They're sort of quite Southern European as well, but you get a lot of them in Palm Springs and um, they offer no shelter from anything because it's just a trellis, but they do look quite cool. And I'd have a two car carport. Yeah. Yeah. So that's all I want. I want 1,500 square foot, mid-century bungalow with a two-car carport. Where in I, the world is this? Um, I'm, You see, I'm quite happy where I live, but it's going to be quite difficult where I live because it's predominantly a flatty area. It's apartments. So I'll say rural Sussex, um, maybe about four miles outside of Brighton. Um I can see Brighton from from the front door, maybe up a hill, and with a sea view. That'd be lovely. Thank you. That's Love please. That. Yeah, I and don't think that's that greedy. And I'd like a living room. Sorry, my voice just cracked there. <clears throat> Getting quite emotional thinking about garages. <laughs> put it on your vision board now. We know you've got that, one. <laughs> yeah, pop that on your vision board. I'm gonna like, spread that rumor. Everyone'll be like, Zoe Lyons has a vision board. I'm like, yeah, that's how she got a quiz show. Yeah. I visioned it. I, I summoned it up. <laughs> I made it happen. I'd like a sea view. Uh, I'd like a sea view out front <laughs> yeah. and rolling hills out the back. That's what I want. Gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. And a fairly open plan living room that I've always wanted one where, although it's a bungalow, right, it has a slight level difference to it. So you step down into the living room. So you'd come in and then step down into the living oh, room. how peculiar. Yeah, yeah, I'd like that. How yeah. peculiar. Quite a lot of wood. A lot of wood? Oh, a lot of wood. So you're scared of a garage, but you're not scared of a fire? No, don't mind that. I'd have an open mm. fire and I'd have quite a lot of wood. I don't mean yeah. open fire. I mean, your house would go if there was a fire. No. If no, your house is made of wood, the last thing you want is an open fire. Not just panelling, not the actual structure. Yeah. I'm telling you, I feel like, because I used to think I'd want a big mansion as well. And I really do think it's like, I like people always say like, you can't have too much money, blah, blah. I really do think you can. Like when you've got like, I mean, I know it's not quite as simple as this, but you know when they all do all these charity events and, like, support the homeless and stuff, and the, mm. but then they go home to, like, a £45 million house. I'm just, Surely it's like, couldn't you have a £40 million house and put £5 million, five million. Yeah. into something? I don't know if it is that simple. I don't understand. Because sometimes Money? people say, well, you, yeah, I really don't understand it. Because someone said to me the other day... Um, 
because I was like, why do people like keep saying yes to like every job when surely they're rich? Yes. He said, well, when you get to a certain like level, then that pushes you into a next tax bracket, and then you have to keep that wealth up there to be able to pay off your tax or something. Yeah. I don't know if that's true, but then. I still don't understand why that translates into needing a £40 million house. Well, the more you've got, the more you've got to maintain, haven't you? Yeah. Because, OK, this this £40 million house that they were showing them around on Selling Sunset, it had, like, an infinity pool, like, a ridiculous infinity pool. Yeah, that it was had, large. It had four hot tubs, four... I can't believe you spent so long on nine bathrooms with it's got four hot tubs. That's four excessive. Four hot tubs. Right. And all I could think was, oh, God, it's such a lot of maintenance. Like, if you, the, an infinity pool in itself is a lot of maintenance. You're going to have to go but around you're that. you doing it. But I'm going to have to think about it, aren't I? I'm going to have to think about it unless I get, like, a house manager. I think that's what they have. Well, then why bother? I don't know. Why bother? It is excessive. Like, this is all I want. This is all I want. I would like to pay off the flat I am in. I used to think this would be like my first home. I love it here so much. Mm -hmm. I've got such a beautiful view from the kitchen where I take my morning cup of tea and I always have my morning cup of tea in my Christmas mug, which I'll show you there. It's oh, got what? a Santa hat on it. Oh, yes. And then um, It's Christmas all year round in my house. So I think I would like to pay this off. I'm a bit Carrie Bradshaw about this flat, being like, yeah, I love it here. Why not just keep coming back? But then I would like also a little, I have a little house or mm. a little um, two-bed flat again mm. somewhere in the south of France. I'm thinking like maybe like Nice okay. or I did a year abroad as part of my degree in Perpignan. Um, Perpignan? I got fl I got bitten by bedbugs in Perpignan. The way you started saying, I got, f I thought, oh <laughs> I've got fleas. <laughs> I thought you were going to say fingered. Oh, no, not in Perpignan. Oh, my God. Nobody's ever fingered me in Perpignan. <laughs> Um, because um, uh, uh, Did Salvador, you go camping? No, I stayed in um, uh, My brother, my partner and I Took my dad's van Because my dad lives in the south of France He lives oh. in, near Toulouse, southwest France oh, And he has an old van That's about 30 years old And we took it And I said I, One day I said to my brother I went, I want to have dinner in France Breakfast in Spain And then dinner in Andorra Oh uh. Yeah, so God. that's what we did. So we drove we we drove down in this old van to Perpignan and we stayed in the cheapest hotel because we had no money. And um uh oh that's there's a toilet story in this one. Tell me. So my wife and I had one room and my brother had another room and our room there was no roof on the shower. It just went up into oh. darkness. There was just a, like an abyss. Oh and the bed was so uncomfortable and we both got bitten by bed bugs. I've never been bitten by bed bugs before, like completely eaten by bed bugs. And I said to my brother, God, our room, shit, what's yours like? He went, come and have a look. And in the middle of his room was a bee day. Just a bee day. Why? Don't know. To wash your bum? Wash your bum in the middle of the room. I don't know. Maybe they'd seen like, you know, those posh hotels that have a bath in the middle of the room and they'd gone, yeah. well, we, we can't afford a bath. Why not just bop in a bidet? <laughs> I mean, that would... I mean, I, as we've already discussed, I'm fairly relaxed about the whole bathroom procedure. But, but I don't think relaxed. I could wash my arse in the middle of a room. <laughs> I've never understood a bum wash either. I don't like them. They make me really anxious. Um, 
when we were kids, my mum used to tell my sister it was a toilet for children. So when we were on a holiday in like Spain or whatever, do you know where they do always have a bee day? Yeah. Um, my mum and sister would go to the toilet together and we in sync. <laughs> what? Yeah. So my mum would sit on the grown up toilet. My sister would sit on the bee day because right. she thought it was a child's toilet and they would just wee together. Okay. I mean, Do with that what you will. Yeah, that's... All um, social services. Oh, God. I, no, I don't like a B-Day at all. I, do, I find it quite alarming having a jet of water squirted up my bum-bum. My bum-bum. <laughs> I, I don't know how you feel about that, Stephen. I don't like anything going up there these days. Okay, fair oh, enough. God. Fair enough. Anyway, so I, I interrupted you. So the south of France, a little two-bedroom flat in the south of France? Yeah, a little two-bedroom. And do you know when you go, this flat, I know how much it is that I'm in now. Mm. And then a little two-bed in the south of France. And I've still not spent a million. No. No. I just want a nice little lifestyle now. I'd really like someone to give me a book deal. And then, do you know, just be like, do you know when you hear where it's like, I'm just going to take a chance on you, kid, and I'm going <laughs> to give you a book deal. And then I'd go and write that in France and I'd smash out a banger of a book. Right. And it'd give me like a three book deal. And I would just write books. I am tired. What would you, what would you write about? Um, the first one I want to write is called Sex and the Witty. Okay, I see what you've done there. And I want it to be um, like, just like a book about basically a gay version of Sex in the City, which I mean, you could argue is a gay version of Sex in the City. Yeah. But because I think, do you know when it's like about like gay love and gay romance and everything like any gay book is mm. almost like a guide to being gay, but there's never just a book that you can just sink into where it's like, like I read so many like books about like straight couples in the novel mm. and it's just like, Dating's bonkers, isn't it? And here's all the dating escapades, like Sex and the City was. And I was like, there's not really any about gay. It's all, all the gay ones are about coming out or, you know, just how to be gay. And I was like, why can't they just be like a gay love story? Just write it. Yeah. Write it. Take yourself off to your two-bedroom flat in Perpignan. And write it. Don't, just don't write you it. think it's like that? Like, it, it's always like a guide to being gay. Unless I'm... I mean, you're more cultured than me. So you yeah. might have read other books. Where you're I, like, oh. Do you know I'm really bad at reading? Like I, I've got loads of books around me. Um, what I've what I've discovered I'm very good at is buying books and not reading them. Never read them. Never read. Changed them. my mental health during the lockdown. Reading books. Have you read Where the Crawdads Sing? No. Okay, order it on Amazon. Where the what sing? Where the Crawdads. C R A W D A D S. It is the most wonderful book I've read in my whole entire life. Right, okay. Are there pictures? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> You're supposed to be the cultured one in all this. Okay. Well, yes. You see, I do... Okay. I've got loads of books. Right, even down here, look, at my feet. I've How got... do you read all the, the little signs in the museum and learn about shit like who made the drain sewers, mm. but you can't read a nice book? Well, I think it dates back to... I bought this, look, Brighton Rocks, grey and green, because um, I live in Brighton. And, oh, my um, God. And I've, I've still not read it. Um, it's... Oh, God, it's really tiny printed. Oh, my eyes are going. Anyway, um, I have a problem sort of concentrating for longer periods of time. So that's why a museum is brilliant for me, because I can just walk through... Look at 
shit for a minute and then carry on. So that it's constantly changing stimulus, which I think appeals to my type of brain. But a book is a commitment and um, I, I, I sort of lose focus sometimes. How have you learned all the words you know if you don't read books? Probably from... Um, the the plaques in museums where I pick up a lot of things. Oh my god! Oh mm, my! I love a museum piece of information. I will read it all. I'll read all of that. I so like what that. we've learned about mm. selling sunset mm. is that nine bathrooms is too much maintenance. It's too many toilet brushes. That's all I'm. Th- it's too many toilet brushes. Too many toilet ducks. Do you think people buy big house that houses that big? Because they've got small penises and small vaginas. <laughs> I don't know if it has any bearing on the size of their genitals, but... but that's what they say about cars, isn't it? Yeah, I mean... Yeah, I mean, that, that's another thing. The cars in that show are just <laughs> ridiculous. I, Christine's got... Is it a, a Lamborghini SUV? I mean, I'll say yes, because I have no idea. Are you not big in the, into I'm wheels, not big mate? Into cars, no. See, I like a car. I do like a car. Um, the idea of having fifteen car car park does that is basically a car park, isn't it? Fifteen space car park. Bad for I, climate change, though, babes. It, it is. It is. But they're quite. I don't think these people drive their cars. I think they just look at them. So that's fine. It's just sitting there, and you just sort of walk around them. Um, qu- quite, quite beautiful. Um, I'd spend money on a car. I would spend money on a car. I'd have so in my in my humble <laughs> two bedroom, fifteen hundred square foot mid century bungalow with double carport. I'd have a nice car. What car? Nice car. Um, okay, I'd have. Uh, it's not like I've thought about this or anything, <laughs> but I'd have um, a Porsche Targa nine eleven GTS in Mexican blue. I don't even know what that is. Oh, oh, oh. Is it like a little convertible car or is it like a big Jeep car? Or... It's a convertible. It's oh a convertible. And the beautiful thing about the Porsche Targa is that it has the curved back windscreen on it, which I think is a thing of utter beauty. You see, the stuff like that I don't really... even know what that means. Okay, the back windscreen is slightly curved. It's, it's and so Why it's have you big... never done Top Gear? I don't know. And do you know what? I'm the best parker you'll ever meet in your life. I, I, Can you I, do it without the cameras? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Really? I oh, can't yeah. park without the cameras. This is the car I'd like. Where's the Hang screen? on, I can't see that. What's that? Oh, is that a Mercedes? It's a white Mercedes convertible, but I don't... Of course it is. I couldn't tell you what thing it is, but yeah. I can see you in that. Yeah. I can see you in that. Roof down. Me too. I visualise it all the time. Wind in your little blonde locks. I would be that little bellend as well that has it down on like, even like a cold Rainy day. day. Well, you live in Manchester. Yeah, exactly. I'd never get it down otherwise. You'd you'd never have the lid off. Yeah. You'd never have the lid off. So that's, yeah, I think I, I would splash out on the car rather than the house. I'd probably sleep in the car. I probably have to because I couldn't afford the house after I spent that much on the car. Car's probably your partner would kick you out for spending that amount on a car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, it would get wet and damaged under the carport because it's got no roof on it. So, wait, 
Does it ever have a roof on it? No, the carport won't have a roof on it. It's got lattice. Like I said, it's a lattice, wooden lattice thing. So it's uh, utterly pointless. So you get out in the rain, you just get absolutely pissed on. Stupid, really. But I still would have one. Yeah. Should we talk about the husband? Our husband of the week. Yeah. Have you got one? I think I have. I think it's going to be dead obvious this week. It's not one of the Oppenheimers, is it? It is. Oh, uh, is it Jason and Brett? Yeah, Je- look at me. Become a fan. No, I just you know make notes. Um, I- I've decided I- to go with Jason. Why? Because there's not much in either of them. Like they're no, both really the not. <laughs> yeah, they're not identical twins, it. aren't they? And I always fancied Jason the Red Power Ranger, so I'm picking Jason Oppenheim as a nod to him. But also just being like, that. Do you know what I like about them? I don't know. Don't angry tweet me, people. Oh. I think they're like they're fit because oh. they're wealthy. I think if they were poor, you wouldn't fancy them. Well, I mean, they don't rock my boat, but... Do you know what um, I mean, though, when, with that? Yes. I'd have a little bit of an issue because I think I'm taller than both of them put together. Yeah. I think you'd have to put one Oppenheim on top of another Oppenheim. <laughs> and then they might you be... love a, a double Oppenheim. I love a double Oppenheim. Uh, uh, I, I'll always double dip an Oppenheim. Um uh, you'd have to put, stand them on top of each other. You'd have to have multiple Oppenheims. Um, oh. I, I like my partner to be a little bit taller than me. That's that's Fair. my body thing. That's my thing. Um, and that comes down to would they be able to get me out of a house fire or not? I think that's what that really comes down to. Um, would they be able to carry me over their shoulders? But the Oppenheims, they're fairly, they're, I mean, they're gym fit, aren't they? They definitely gym they're, they're fit. They're quite buff. Yeah. They're quite buff. Yeah. And they're impressive. Like, look what they've built. Like, they had this successful business before they even had the reality show. It's not like the show made the business, you know. No. So, yeah. Very different vibe to my local estate agent. Exactly. Those... The one that sold me this place was called Lisa. She wore a scrunchie and blue mascara. I'm surprised <laughs> I went through with the sale. <laughs> Any estate agent I've dealt with is usually bit, it's usually a bloke in his twenties in a slightly shiny suit and sometimes no socks and that really I, I struggle I struggle to give any sort of commission to somebody who who omits the sock. Maybe that's I think, why they can't afford the sock. I just think no, it's it's a it's a fashion choice and it just it's the one that really appalls me the Doesn't lack of well sock. Oh, I hate it. Lack of sock. It's just ridiculous. Even in California, the Oppenheim's got socks on, you know. Do you know, I will say this about the Oppenheim group. They hire such attractive people. Like, I sometimes, I don't know about you, but I build love stories in my head, being like, imagine what it would be like. Da, da, da. Like, imagine I fell in love with my estate agent and he moved in here as well. Like, I'd build all that. So they would get sale after sale out of me. I mean, look at this one. I don't think this one's on the show, but I've just seen it on the Oppenheim website. Mm-hmm. Austin... Oh, is that one of the sellers? Yeah. Look at him. That's ridiculous. The hair. He looks like a model or like someone that would work at Abercrombie & Fitch at the very least. So, you see, this is a problem I do have with the show is that they are all extremely attractive. Yeah. And it's not really realistic, is it? Mm -hmm. Um, Well, it is because they exist. They're actually real people. 
But if if you were, should we say... If, no one would buy an house off me. Nobody would buy an house off me either, would they, in there, in... in... No, we're being hard on ourselves. We've got sassy personalities. That's what it's like. I always think, like, I'd get someone really fit because of how gorgeous my soul is. Your gorgeous soul? Yeah. <laughs> my gorgeous asshole. <laughs> <laughs> You've been on your B-Day again. So who's um, your husband of the week? Oh, okay. Well, I'm I'm going to be a little bit greedy this week. You're not taking both the Oppenheimers. Not both the Oppenheims. You can have, you can have your Oppenheim. Thank you. Uh, but I am going to have a team. Go on. I'm going to have a team of husbands this week. And my team of husbands this week are the men's curling team that have just won a silver medal. Are we talking about poo again? No, no, they're curling them out. They're curling... I don't know whether you've been watching the curling... I definitely have not. <laughs> Does that it's, help? It's one of those sports, right, where you turn it on, you go, this is ridiculous because it's part slidey slide slide, part tiddlywinks, part housekeeping because, there's, you know, there's brushing involved. Isn't it and, like a bit of, like, naff ice hockey? It's it, it's not like ice hockey. It's, um, it's, I thought there's, like, a port and then it's, like, a broom. There's just, it's like a broomy thing. Yeah. Is there not a putt? A what? Like a hockey putt. No, there's a big stone. Oh. Curling. How could you have not watched any of the curling? I don't understand. I live alive. Um, Curling. I'm just going to Google curling. Curling. You know what curling is. It's with the big stones. If a poo comes up. Oh, I Uh, know what it is. Yes. Yeah. Why have you been watching that? That looks so boring. It's not. It really isn't. It properly isn't. What team it, do you support? Well, GB, of course. Well, I mean, which is this the team you're... It was the Olympics. Olympics. I thought the yeah. Olympics was like two years ago. Oh, my God. We have Winter Olympics, Stephen. It's the Winter Olympics. Oh, my God. Yeah. And we just won two medals, both in the curling, because we're very good at curling. Well, we're, we're not the English, aren't we, to be honest with you. <gasps> They do it mostly in Scotland. They're very, very good at it. Because there's only one place in the world that creates curling stones, uh, the granite for the curling stones. Elsa Craig. It's a little island off the coast of Scotland called Elsa Craig, and it's the only place in the world where the granite Elsa comes Craig from. sounds like a bacon. Do you know, like, uh, oh, like Betty Crocker, Elsa Craig. She sounds like the cheaper option. What's Betty Crocker? Do you know, like, when you get... Do you know where it's like, add water to this mix, put oh, it in right. the thing, you've yeah. made a cake. Yeah. Sounds like that. Like a like a ready-made sort of croissant in yeah. the oven. Yeah. Yeah. Do you yes. know what I was thinking yesterday? I was driving to a gig and I was um, listening to Jesse Ware's Table Manners podcast and I was like, oh my God, Zoe and I should have done like a microwave dinner podcast. <laughs> I don't have a microwave. What? How do you cook? Properly, like properly on a cooker. Have you got like, a microwave? Add water to a pan. I, I cook from scratch. I cook everything from scratch. That's why you've got a nice body. Tis, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Cracking bod, cook everything from scratch. Do you <laughs> microwave a lot? I microwave literally everything. That's like my mum, when my mum goes, I'm just about to make dinner. And she goes into it. And, I, and the sounds of cooking is... 
Pop, 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 <laughs> Yeah. Pop, pop, pop. <laughs> That's it. That's yeah. who I learnt from, from my mum. Like, when um, the smoke alarm goes off, you're like, ah, dinner's ready. Yeah. <laughs> Do you not cook a... T- okay, so in your um, selling sunset property, would a kitchen be important to you then or not? No, not important at all. Like, unless it came with a chef, it literally, smaller the better. Oh, I see. I'd like a really massive kitchen. Don't you just yeah. go to, like, Costco and, like, heat up a burrito? No. Uh, no, I cook properly. Well, I think it's probably why you've not got enough time in your day, then. Probably, yeah. That does eat into quite a bit of my time. Um, but, yeah, I'd have a massive kitchen and one bog. That's all I need. <laughs> That's what we've learnt. We've learnt a we've lot. Learned. We we've have learned, learned a lot. That, actually, do you know what I'm glad we've learnt though is that we're not like excessive superficial individuals. I reckon you could go that way though. <laughs> I reckon when this podcast becomes an international sensation. When we're Stephen Bartlett CEO. Yeah. 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 You'll go that way. You'll go that way. Never I know you will. Never. That's I what know. I've learned. That's where I'll see you. In the hills. Do you know where I'll see you? Where? Next time. See you next time. Bye, everyone. Bye. A podcast from producer paul.co.uk. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Made by darkhorsedigital.co.uk Shooting, live streaming and podcast production.